Hey there, this is You Missed My Childhood, the podcast where we take a movie that I've seen in my youth and talk about it with my co-host who's just watched the movie for the very first time. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by Ali coming at us from Georgia. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. Thank you so much. Um, I want to start off the show by uh, saying that last time I requested an artsy movie. And and what does Jeff produce for us this week? Macrobe the movie. Booty time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the movie that you wrote back in college. It actually was a feature-length movie in 2001 that you just didn't Apparently, know about yet. right. I guess. Yeah, so... And in all fairness, this is your birthday present because you're like, I want to watch Pootie Tang. And I was like, okay, that's a weird request. But uh, yeah, your wish is my command, birthday boy. Right, right. It was, it was, I guess, my request without (laughs) knowing too much about the movie other than uh, the premise sounded hilarious. Um, But yeah, I regret nothing. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I was. Did you know the premise before you watched it? I knew there was going to be a guy who was a you know pop star, and he didn't sing, and I didn't know what the context of the not singing okay. was. I thought he was like that was his whole thing, like he never sang. But you didn't know he just spoke in nonsense the whole time. No, Good. no, my. <laughs> <laughs> so the coworker who brought it up was, or I mean, it still is black. And like a part of me was actually thinking like he's saying things that make sense. I just don't <laughs> don't know them, <laughs> which I think is kind part of, of the joke. Part of the yeah, part of the joke for sure, right. for sure. Oh man, the first time I watched this, I didn't watch it with subtitles or anything, and it was just actually I've only seen it one time, and that was like back when it came out, and it was. Something that I promptly was like, okay, why did I watch this? (laughs) And pretty much forgot about. Yeah, that that was kind of my reaction to like, oh, so that's Pootie Tang. That's Pootie Tang, (laughs) yep. (laughs) But but this is relevant to you because, actually, I mean, should we just get right into things or do you want to check in? Because I know you you had a big reveal, a big update for me. I have a... I have a big update for you. update? Oh, what's the big update? I've been watching a documentary that you recommended. Oh, <laughs> right. I. Uh, it's called The Leftovers. Big... <laughs> I didn't realize that was actually right. about now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, and my reveal was going to be that I've seen all of uh, the Squid Game. Another documentary. Yeah, right. About uh, American society. <laughs> or Korean, or just yeah, capitalism in general. Right. So how is uh, how is leftover how is the leftovers going? Uh, it's going really good. I'm almost to the third season now. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, cool. You're going through it fast. Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. It's it's been uh, it's been captivating. You know. Oh, good, <laughs> good, good. Uh, the Squid Game was uh, also captivating. I uh, can't say I would give it as high of um, of marks as I would uh, the leftovers. But you know, I was, I was enthralled. I watched all of it. <laughs> and and you, you, so you just held out for no reason outside of sheer stubbornness. <laughs> right. I'm doing something exactly. else. Stop telling me what's good. I'll tell myself what's good. <laughs> 
just so I could tell you I've watched it. So now you have to watch the leftovers. But but you know but you know the thing is is that now it's actually illegal to do a Squid Game meme. So I'm sorry you missed that train. Wait, what is this? And now it's illegal to do a Squid Game meme. So you can't. Uh, How so? It, it's just not uh, Facebook. Uh, it's not doesn't allow it anymore. There was too there was too much. It like overflowed their servers. What? Yeah, it's the first time they've ever. I mean, besides like anti-vax shit and you know just misinformation, they said no, you can't talk about Squid Game anymore on Facebook. That's crazy. Was were they like super violent or something? No, I'm I mean, just was it on moral ground? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you? What? <laughs> yeah, things you care about. After so now, you, point. now you get the uh, cookie I sent you from you Seattle. Sent a cookie to me from Seattle. Well, I sent you a picture of a cookie I got at a Chinese restaurant, and it was like a, one of the Squid Game cookies that you had to carve out. And you'd have oh. no idea what it was. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Yeah, that but it, totally was. It was a triangle. Mind. Oh, triangles are the easy ones, oh, right? Oh, we still broke it. Oh, so it was an actual. Wow, yeah. I get yeah. it now. Nice. Did you? Were you trying? Yes. Like your life I mean, depended no, on it. No, obviously not. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tried pretty hard, but yeah, it still it still broke easier than you might think. So it certainly gives. Uh, more weight to those scenes when you see them furiously carving out <laughs> an umbrella. <laughs> so, like, it was the same kind of cookies that they referenced in the show kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually, like, this is big in Asian uh, social media, but there's there's always recipes and things to make those cookies. Oh, Yeah, beforehand, Nico showed me these videos of, like, couples doing it to each other. Oh, as in... Like, Eliminating each I other. Kill like, you yeah, if exactly. You. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Huh. So I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? We uh, we we kind of pretended like last week was Thanksgiving or last uh, episode was Thanksgiving, but of course Thanksgiving just came and went a few days ago. Uh, it was pretty thanks. Yeah, it was mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't okay. Thanksgiving. Did you have turkey? <laughs> I did. It was smoked turkey. It was uh, perfectly adequate as far as turkeys go. Uh, and uh, I went to a uh, an AA meeting afterward. That meeting wasn't all that uh, amazing either. Did they have turkey? <laughs> they had turkey. Did they? <laughs> like an amazing amount of turkey was left over and somebody had to take it home, I guess, to feed themselves for the next three weeks yeah. off of turkey. I can't. I, I shudder to think that there is still turkey left in this household <laughs> that I probably have to finish. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm sure there is, man. Yeah, turkey is just it's a big-ass yeah. bird. Big-ass, tasteless, unappetizing. Dry. Ugh, dry bird. Y- you know, we were talking about how we, we thought that Thanksgiving should just be an evening holiday. How does it make sense that it happens in the middle of the day? But I kind of like something right. dawned on me because I had to experience this myself. Uh-huh. And that is Thanksgiving is one of those holidays that just happens in the middle of the week, but then a lot of people have to go back to work the next day. That's true. So yes. that kind of, I don't know, I, I, could, I could understand now how that would lead you to be wanting to, you know, having something happen early in the day, especially if you want to drink and get hungover. Oh, that does make sense. Those drunks. Everybody wants to drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because of... Any other reason? Well, also because like you're getting like so stuffed that if you get so stuffed at nighttime and you go to work the next day, you know, someone like you might just be sleepy. <laughs> right. The next day. Well, I mean, the next, yeah, if I don't drink though, by the next day I should be okay, but whatever. It's for drunks. <laughs> That's the whole story. Now I know it. <laughs> 
Well, you know, I brought up at the top of the show, but uh, we've, we've, we've mentioned this a few times, the movie Macrobe. And this uh, this time yes. we really had to mention it because, I mean, did you think about that right away when you're watching Pootie Tang? You're like, holy shit, this is Macrobe. Yeah, like, uh, it was not my first thought, but like halfway through the movie, I was like, how come Jeff hasn't hadn't brought this up before? as like the macro movie like every other thing you see you're like oh this is macro like this is so macro this is definitely macro this is like live macro this is macro but for real and you'd never mentioned Pootie Tang before <laughs> and it's so macro yeah because Pootie Tang didn't make a big impact on me I don't know man <laughs> I watched it on 17 that I promptly forgot it <laughs> at 17 that's awesome I don't know whenever it came out I, I just remember I was yeah. uh, I was seeing this girl and she was like oh there's a really funny movie called Pootie Tang or it looks really funny we should watch it and we watched it we both were kind of like huh alright okay it's one of those movies that you laugh about rather than like at necessarily <laughs> you know after you've seen it I, I was surprised so I, to, to be honest with you I was not excited to put on Pootie Tang yesterday I was like oh my god <laughs> why, why am I watching this and like the world is having one of those like moments where it's like bad news every day again and I'm like oh no I don't want any more bad news every day <laughs> right. again and Micron variant uh, or something don't, don't call it by name <laughs> 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 sounds like macro doesn't it the old macro right. Variant. <laughs> it's the name of your his first album when he's 45. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I was happy. I was just like, oh god, and now I have to like watch Pootie Tang. But I I laughed a lot. <laughs> okay. yeah, right from the get-go, I was laughing uh, quite a bit. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And for some reason Nico watched it with me and she was having a good time too. That's fantastic. Yeah. I uh, I was not expecting to. I guess I laughed some, but I ultimately came away disappointed. I wanted it to be funnier. And I don't know what else to add to that. You should have gone into it with no <laughs> expectations like I did, having seen it before. Exactly. If I had, like, zero expectations. Like, I was expecting it to be... A movie? <laughs> like, a movie and funnier and whatnot. I'm glad I didn't realize who had written and directed it because I would have had even higher expectations. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, this is uh, written by written and directed by Louis C.K. Yeah, who I thought was like a nobody until he got his show, but evidently, no, he had... <laughs> <laughs> he had directed and written Pootie Tang. Well, well, I mean, so do you know, you, you probably don't know where Pootie Tang stem from, stems from at all, do you? No. Yeah, so Chris Rock had a show, and it was like a really, really pretty short-run thing on an HBO. I think it was a weekly thing. And he was one of the skits. And so I think Louis C.K., both Louis C.K. and Lance Crother, the dude that plays Pootie Tang, they were both writers on that show. Okay. And so just, I mean, like Pootie Tang... Surprise comes from a sketch, which it seems like it would, right? Because if it was like ten minutes, you'd be yeah. like, "Wow, that was that, that's kind of funny surrealness." But then, <laughs> over a whole length of movie, you're like, "Oh wow, okay." This now it goes back to Wanda Sykes doing her weird thing, and it <laughs> goes back to this dude. Right. And here's here's Dirty right. D. Here is. <laughs> Yeah, that guy was pretty funny. Here's Mr. Smith really for some reason. They did the same thing as Macro, <laughs> where they had like the evil executive. <laughs> yeah, the plot like was exactly. I know. Almost. Yeah. I know. Even before, little flipped around, but still, like Macro was was rich because of corporate America, but 
like it was the other way around in this one. I mean, I think Pootie Tang was also rich because of corporate America too. Pootie Tang? Yeah, you know, he he was like he was always he's already selling himself, but then he had like his right. his morals, his ethics. <laughs> exactly. It's PSA. I thought that was pretty they funny. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, w- I wanted I want to share an audio drop of the PSA. Pootie Tang has a message for the children of America. So you better walk a call to the Bammy, cause the Cammy Town's a pity on the panty stock. Pootie says, cigarettes and fast food burgers are bad like Tetatop. And don't drink malt liquor, cause you don't need to, cause you're okay. Sadate. Also, eat all your vegetables, and don't bang the dillies. And just for anyone that hasn't seen Pootie Tang or hasn't seen it for a long time, so the whole premise... Actually, I want you to describe the premise because you've been dying to describe plots for a long ass time now. So you can describe the plot to Pootie Tang. <laughs> says who? <laughs> says you. Okay. You've been like, please let me talk about this plot, please. Yeah, this one is really easy. Pootie Tang is a uh, pop star of some kind, and uh, he has morals, and he records like PSAs against cigarettes and, I don't know, spirits and just bad things, and violence goes down, like crime goes down, which is the same thing, I guess, but um, people stop buying corporate American uh, products like cigarettes and whatnot, and corporate America gets mad and uh, decides to um, steal his mojo, and uh, first they try to buy it from him, and he... Uh, doesn't sell it next day uh hold on hold on hold on uh, (laughs) only you can talk about pootie tang for this long (laughs) i thought you were just gonna be like yeah it's about a dude that's famous and he says nonsense all the time (laughs) but you actually went through the plot which is uh more than my notes did giving me another sentence it would have (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean when i was writing notes i was like oh i should probably stop writing these and i this these are by far my shortest notes i've ever written I, uh, this is, this is a breakthrough moment, maybe, uh, I think I will still try to take notes, but this time I just didn't take any notes. I don't know if I was trying not to, but like I had my notepad there, <laughs> but just nothing came to mind. You, you didn't write down, that, oh, you didn't write down the not, nonsense he said? I, that was the one thing I wanted to like write down, but, um, I think I memorized Sepatown. Actually, I kind of thought that you might come on the podcast saying something like, uh, Wata te my dammies. <laughs> <laughs> right. The Nano. I know that. What was that uh, music that you almost just had? Oh, oh, this is just a, a bunch of quotes from Pootie Tang. Here, should I just play this right now? <laughs> yeah. Sepatown. Uh, well, Bob, I'm a pawn Tony. Got my dillies on a pepper tank. Well, I can't say the name no, my brother. What a top. Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, Sign Your Pity <laughs> on the Runny Kind. <laughs> yeah, baby. Captain <laughs> Shot, Dirty D, you a batted daddy, lamatot, tebbit shy. <laughs> That's a can of pan. All the way down. <laughs> yeah. Sada Tate. All right. Yep, that's a little, <laughs> a little glimpse of Pootie Tang. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to finish my plot summary. <laughs> uh, okay, is this like a sneeze you need to get out now? 
uh, almost mm-hmm. because I had just one more sentence or two two more sentences. Uh, and so they send a woman, and he takes away. She takes away his belt, which is his uh, device for kicking ass and doing whatever. And uh, so he uh, then goes down in the dumps, and he's a sellout, and everybody hates him. Uh, but then he gets his confidence back and goes back and uh, conquers the world and is popular again. There, <laughs> still that 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 just that that tie up was like double as long as I would have described the whole plot initially because I would have literally been like, oh yeah, this is about a guy that speaks nonsense. <laughs> and that's kind of the end of it. <laughs> that's the premise. That's not the uh, plot. It's, it's almost the plot too. I know there is a plot, but okay. it was like, okay, what? What? I mean. I'm kind of not interested in wherever this is trying to go. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about macro, but have we described macro adequately? Um maybe let me take over it this has one. A plot. So <laughs> <laughs> So macro is Ali playing a rapper and uh he talks kind of like a pirate and he almost has kind of a <laughs> You know, pseudo jive like Pootie Tang does, but it doesn't quite get that far. But he says like things like "Mind your manners and watch out for the bulls" or something like that. And what? He never says that like ever. <laughs> what does he say? Mind your manners and watch out for the bulls. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, give me some macro quotes. Uh, what does he say? <laughs> well, there's a lot of analogies to poop because yeah, the whole right, premise right. was about uh, a superpower guy that, <laughs> that could make people poop in their <laughs> pants by look, glaring at them. Right. And, and that's already more than it should be. But then, I mean, like this movie, you, you created this evil record executive that was trying to bring Macrobe down. But I guess the whole thing about Macro was that Macro was never like a talented guy that the world really liked that much. But Pootie Tang, everyone exactly, loves. Right. Everyone loves Pootie Tang. Everyone loves Pootie Tang, and I mean, he has so much talent that he can just telepathically put it in people's head by not even making a note of music. That's true. Yep. His his yeah. His uh, hit song is just silence. I th- that scene was pretty yeah. funny when he's like listening and like grooving and then he just starts turning down the levels. And it's like, okay, okay, yep, yeah, taking out the drums. I see what you're doing. And he like keeps on putting it down <laughs> even more. And it's just nothing. All right. <laughs> oh, man. And there's so many famous people in this movie. Were there? So many. I don't know any famous people. Really? You didn't recognize Andy Richter or Conan O'Brien? Conan O'Brien, or Kristen Bell, or David Cross, no. Dave Attell, no. Wanda Sykes, Bob Costas. I don't know any of these. Really? People. Okay, so you didn't recognize the guy interviewing him at first? No. Oh, okay. He's Bob Costas. He's a real interviewer. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't want to tell you who all these people are, but yeah, man, there's lots of lots of people. Okay. I was gonna ask if uh, this was the first like Chris Rock vehicle. Oh, <laughs> if it can be called that. No, it, I mean it definitely can be called that. This is certainly like from the loins of Chris Rock. From the loins of Chris Rock. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, well, as part of the mythology, he gave birth to Pootie Tang. He's Daddy Tang. You didn't catch that? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I man, I want to say it is. I mean, the first like the first movie 
Yes, I'm listening. <laughs> the first movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that that was that was the end of a thought. <laughs> so the first movie, and I I think this is the first movie that he was in, or that he like. Oh wow! That he okay. like maybe not was in, but that he had a part in making. That's uh, also what my uh, coworkers said. So so you said that this was all brought about by a quote. So your coworkers said a quote from Pootie Tang, and I was trying to imagine what the hell your coworkers said that made you want to watch oh, the movie. Yeah. He's oh he said that uh, it's about a uh, singer who doesn't sing and I was like wow that sounds really funny I oh, I know like I a thought, rapper I thought, who, I thought uh, he was like Wapata <laughs> he did say something okay, like okay. that yeah okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like Capuchao Charte or something oh I think he may have said that's duty. Tang? <laughs> Wasn't there a thing? There was a duty Tang. Yeah, that was David Cross in blackface playing Pootie Tang. Yeah. Impersonating him. Tang. That's right. Oh, yeah. I definitely recognize that yeah, guy. Yeah, it's David what Cross. Was his name? Okay. Yeah, David Cross. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty, really important comedian. Yeah, he was on Mr. Show, of course, and then Arrested Development. Yes. So that must have been one of the early roles before anybody knew him, I would imagine. No, right? this is the same time as Mr. Show. This is actually maybe even after Mr. Show oh. finished when he was doing that show with Bob Odenkirk. Interesting. So either Chris Rock or Louis C.K. must have commanded some level of respect even back then yeah man no i mean like the people in the show there was people that like largely became famous later but there still were like and robert vaughn the guy that played uh lector oh. i think his name is lector mr lector i don't know i'm guessing so yeah i think so but yeah i mean he's he's a famous actor an established actor um gwyneth paltrow or whatever her name is so she's in this movie. i mean for like a brief split second well no really she was the wasn't she the the wife of Lecter? no that's jennifer coolidge from uh okay, white lotus jennifer coolidge. Huh. and all kinds of other things she's stifler's mom right she's a she's an important actress yeah she's great of our time yeah she is do you think that there was or there is anything problematic with a white guy writing a movie about a largely or for a largely black cast about a black phenomenon um yeah i've i've been debating this question for a long time and <laughs> a long time. i mean you know <laughs> at least for the night i don't know if i wanted to bring it up or not but i think yeah certainly right i mean i i don't know it's hard to say i don't it's feel so, like this yeah. could this would happen now Especially, right. I don't know, especially in the scheme of like, you know, having like one of the main characters talk a bunch of fake jive. Right. And um, or fake slang. I feel like uh, it ended up being very sort of vanilla as far as like there was nothing, no jokes in there that were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that. Like in the way that uh, movies like Back to America. What the hell's Back, Back to, to America? America? Coming to America. Oh, I'm sorry. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like coming to America, or a lot of other, I guess maybe black. Have you seen any other black movies? Yes. Um, <laughs> like what? I don't know. You want me to list off all the black movies I've seen? Oh, not all of them. Uh, I meant like on this podcast. <laughs> oh, on this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that would be it so far. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> so yeah, like in in that movie, there were there were uh, much more uh, edgy, if you will, black jokes, and this one didn't. It was very much 
PC, it felt like. There, there was one joke kind of at the end um, with Mike Costas, is that Bob the name? Costas. Bob Costas. Mike, Bob, same thing. Uh, where, you know, it seemed like Pootie Tang said something wrong and Bob Costas got, got a little uh, angry and uh, Pootie Tang had to uh, correct himself. That's the funniest moment of the whole movie. You think so? <laughs> Fuck yeah, because this guy is talking nonsense the whole movie, and everyone, like, and the thing about this movie is that everyone, like, understands him. So that's why it's really confusing right. when you see this when you're 17. You're like, what the fuck is this? Because there was no subtitles or anything either. I didn't know if this was, like, a real language right. or if I was just, like, not hearing things I well. I would have, or... like, probably even come into this podcast not knowing it was supposed to be nonsense if there wasn't... Uh... Subtitles, you know. Oh, I guess they yeah. kind of explain it into in the voice in the voice. They do, they yeah, do, the they over, do. The but narration. that's easy enough to miss. Just how he's too cool for words, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, man. But then, like, he's talking nonsense the whole entire movie, and at the end, oh my god, what is what is exactly he say? I want to find the actual quote. I want, I want to like see if you do. I really do. Hold on here. What difference is it gonna make? <laughs> Because <laughs> he, he says, he says, yep, call me on the panty sty. And Bob Costas is like, what? What? And then he says it again. And, but just Pootie Tang's reaction is really funny because he's like kind of really sheepish all of a sudden for the first time in the movie. And he's like, um, yeah, call, call me on the panty sty. What the hell are you talking about? Call me down on the panty sty. <laughs> and then they like give each other five. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that cracked me up. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But but you saw that as being like potentially a problematic part? Did I see that as problematic? Did you see it as a white guy like So yeah, I mean just the thought that black guy doesn't know his own code. Oh and somehow the white guy does, you know. It's it's a stretch. I didn't see him as knowing the code. He was just like confused until, you know, it's like the way I misspeak all the time on this podcast and you don't know what the fuck I'm saying until I like rephrase it. But then with him, it was like, you know, to us, we're like, that's the same thing. He's saying you just added a down in there. <laughs> it's still nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was talking about how tame the movie is as far as like yeah. race is concerned and... Even that. That's the one example. Yeah. Exactly. I, I will say that from the Chris Rock sketch, the one the one sketch I've seen with Pooty Tang, Chris Rock does the same bit, but it's Chris Rock doing it. Chris Rock is Pooty no, Tang? No, the, no, the other guy's Pooty Tang. Lance Crothers is Pooty Tang. Lance Crothers is Pooty mm. Tang, but Chris Rock is the guy that doesn't understand him at the end. Oh. <laughs> okay. It plays out exactly the same. <laughs> Um, so is Lance, uh, whoever, Crawford? Yeah. Crother? Is he a, uh, is he a big no, deal? No, he, he's written on things for sure. He's definitely a writer and he was a writer at this time and he kept on writing for TV mostly. But as far as acting, man, I want to say this is it. Wow. The guy who played <laughs> Pootie Tang. <laughs> I mean, as far as like whatever this is, I think... They picked the right guy to do it. You think so? Yeah, just as far as like, I don't know, because Pootie Tang is kind of like a nondescript. There's like nothing. I mean, you can't really have a super handsome guy or a super buff guy or a super like, I don't know. You can't really have someone that's like too out of themselves. And you also can't have like a Chris Rock either, I don't think. You don't? Why not? I don't know, man. I just don't think it's going to work as well as just this kind of guy. But he, and he also has this like, this really dumb look on his face most of the time which i think kind of adds to it <laughs> like when he's like whipping his like okay. braid around to catch the get the bullets <laughs> right right that was pretty funny 
Man, that's probably where most of the budget of this movie came from. Guess how much this movie cost to make? I'm going, well, there are a lot of uh, actors in there who probably demanded lots of money. Mm, not uh, as much I'm... as you might think, though, because, you know, y- there were some established, but mostly they weren't that established. But they became important. Uh, fif- 15 million? Oh, no, half that. Guess wow. how much it made? More than that? No, half that again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good, I think. No more Pootie Tang. And the plot was just so unoriginal. Like, there was nothing surprising in there. There wasn't anything new. <laughs> I don't know if if everything that I'd seen that makes it unoriginal to me is post-2001 or if it was, in fact, like a very tired plot. Oh, I mean, it's the, the plot is a parody. So, you know, the unoriginality is intentional, even though it might not seem like it. It's a parody of... Mostly black exploitation films. So, you know, like Dolomite and things like that. Like the cool talking tough guy that comes and like bashes crime and fight, fights against the corporations. <laughs> Maybe not oh. fight against the corporations so much. But, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all play on that kind of theme. Okay. Movies that I've barely even seen. Okay. And I, I feel like the sort of fake, funny celebrity movie kind of has this plot regardless mm. um like get him to the greek didn't that have also something similar going on mm. with like confidence being the main thing and like they lose it and then they get it back and that's essentially the something arc. about mojo yeah and this reminded me of zoolander a lot there you go yeah zoolander how he he, he needed to learn how to turn left and that was his mojo <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah basically uh, I had another question for you about the movie. Good, because I'm out of things to say, so yeah, keep any questions. You can... <laughs> I was wondering how the fuck we're going to talk about this for <laughs> even this long. Um, did you know that uh, Louis C.K. had written and directed it? Oh, yeah. Okay, and did you detect any of Louis C.K. in there? I mean, oh, <laughs> obviously not. No, I don't think so, <laughs> like man. the answers. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't. Know, I didn't know who that was when I watched it, but then it was definitely like those one of those trivia things I heard later on. Kind of like you know how Louis C.K. is also mm. like technically Mexican because he's born in Mexico. Oh, he can't run for the president, can he? Ah, uh, that's huh. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think he'd. Right. Well, actually, these days, who knows who'd win? Yeah, he could win. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But yeah, no, that that and the fact that he wrote Pootie Tang were like kind of like things you'll never guess about Louis C.K. Be- huh. Before, you know, the, the thing that we all could have maybe guessed was the truth. For someone whose output is so personal or like his known, I guess, work is so personal, it's it's uh, kind of mind-boggling to see something so impersonal yeah (laughs) yeah i know i know original yeah oh i was gonna ask like um in the voiceovers early on the narrator Mm -hmm. said that uh daddy tang forgot to uh tell pootie tang something about the ladies Uh and for the longest time i thought like pootie tang didn't know what sex was oh but apparently that wasn't the case was that was there something solid in your mind about what that may have been it sounded like the voiceover said that there was something that daddy tang didn't tell pootie tang Hmm. I I don't remember this at all. <laughs> that doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> now, granted, okay. I could have had a moment of lapse when I was watching Pootie Tang, as in I could have watched a dish no. or two. 
or <laughs> <laughs> oh. got, got up to let Pedro outside or <laughs> talk to Nico for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I may have played a game or two of bullet chess, one minute chess. Did you really play chess while you watched this? Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Like twice. No, I didn't really wash dishes, I don't think. But I, I, I did definitely have lots of moments where I wasn't really paying super close attention to Pootie Tang. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> yeah. And I it must not have been something meant uh, very seriously because it just didn't seem like something that panned out in the plot. Oh, yeah. I guess the most sexual thing was when the sheriff's daughter offered him pie, and that was really gross. It was gross, yep. but they definitely seemed like they were about to have sex. Even though we never saw any like actual indication that Pootie Tang knew what sex was. And what was up with the sheriff's daughter? Like, Was that just a joke on uh, the, uh, I don't know, the non-city folk? Because she was a sheriff's daughter? And that uh, he was trying to get her married since she was 12. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. So that's Pootie Tang. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like about Pootie Tang. Oh, man. Uh, in some ways, it went longer than I thought it was going to. So, yeah, good job. We yeah. even had a pretty slow... I don't know. I, th I think I think we were both baffled <laughs> about what to say about this movie. <laughs> Man, I was so curious to uh, imagine what you were thinking about this movie and to kind of, I don't know, I almost I almost thought you might come out of the gates and like just talk like Pootie Tang the whole movie because that's something that you would have done in college and I would have been very, very annoyed. Yes, I think I have uh, outgrown that part of me <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't seriously consider it even though like I, I did think about it and I'm like, nah, that doesn't sound doesn't sound very entertaining. I mean, if you want a tired <laughs> bitch, uh, have a podcast about Pootie Tang and probably talk like Pootie Tang for half of it. Exactly. Tang, what do you think Pootie Tang means? I think I read somewhere it's like pretty thing, but then who, who knows what any of this stuff means? But... <laughs> you know, dictionary.com has a Pootie Tang reference section, though. Oh. Yeah, I just stumbled across that right before the podcast. I was like, I, I thought it was Urban Dictionary. I was like, oh, no, this is dictionary.com that actually has a section about Pootie Tang. Wow. So it does, like, Pootie Tang's uh, verbiage? No, just, like, maybe one thing. It's oh. like, maybe it means this. Maybe it means that. Maybe it means this. But I did find a link to just, like, all the things he says in the translations. But then mostly it's, mm, uh, could mean this or it could mean could that. Mean <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Usually it's said when he's happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people have sat down and analyzed this that's great people oh yeah this is kind of like a weird cult classic huh isn't like every movie that's been made like a cult classic for for someone <laughs> yeah but i mean i think that like you know to call it a real cult classic means it does have a following which is bigger than you think and somewhat more respectable than you think i think a lot of comedians that you would like do like this movie okay huh i'm not sure about that but at least that you know i, I can think of a few that reference Pootie tang as kind of an influence <laughs> wow influence that's that's a lot. As long as we're talking about influence, I let's just get this out of the way. So what do you give Pootie Tang? Oh, we're getting this out of the way. Uh, okay. Um, I give it uh, two and a half stars. Two and a half stars. Okay. Yeah, that's actually... From the way you're talking about it, that's a little bit higher than I thought you might. Do you want, do you want to guess what I'll give it? One and a half? No. Oh, no more. You give it three. No. More? 
Yes. Wow. Really? Yes. Three and a half? More. Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll give it three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a five star perfect movie. This is... <laughs> no, it's a it's it's a, it's a movie that like I don't know. I think it's done so dumbly, so intentionally that it does kind of. I mean, just the fact that it made me laugh like as many times as it did. Yeah, and the fact that yeah. it like it's literally like seventy <laughs> minutes. It's kind of like Master of Disguise. It is. It is. But it's a little more coherent, I feel like, than Master of Disguise. <laughs> it, it is. And, a, and more competent, too. More competently right. directed, more competently written, more competently performed. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. How's all those things going for it? I can't believe we have watched a movie worse than Billy Madison. Like, <laughs> I'd actually forgotten about. Uh, Master of oh, Disguise. Oh, yeah. We'll, but, we'll uh, watch even more worse than Billy Madison. Is. I was thinking about springing one of you this week because you wanted an art movie, but then you, you came to the rescue with Pootie Tang. <laughs> and it was your birthday the day you asked, so, I mean, I was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You should have lowered my expectations. Lower? I, I said I can't imagine how we're going to talk about this. I don't know how else I can lower them. <laughs> I said, do you really want to watch Pootie Tang? And you said, well, unless you say something that makes me think otherwise without giving something away or something, you know, kind of cryptic like yeah, that. Right. And I was like, well, right, right. I don't know how the hell we're going to talk about Pootie Tang, but okay. <laughs> From what I remember, it'd be a very, very hard movie to discuss. I think that's what I wrote. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, you might want to move this before we rate the movie. I don't know. But, like, did you okay. have a favorite character of all the friends of Pootie Tang? Um, or not not, not necessarily just friends of, of all the characters. Of all the characters in Pootie Tang? I mean, probably, I don't know. All the supporting characters are kind of funny in their own way. Like, the, the main narrator dude, JB Smooth, that guy's pretty funny. And Biggie... Biggie Shorty on the Sykes just Shorty. because what the fuck is she doing the whole time? She's just like screaming in the street corner talking about, talking about booty thing. Dancing. That, that's what I remembered in my head. I was like, that can't be the right way that movie goes, but it totally was. Oh, uh, I love the, the dirty guy. Yeah, I thought you might say the dirty D. Is just dirty D. His shtick is just so ridiculous. I love seeing him like, getting hosed down in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who uh, who comes to see him in jail brings him a piece of dirt. He's like, "That's good." Dirt. Yeah. Oh. Like first I thought it was like actually drugs or something, and then I'm like, "Oh no, this is dirty, D. <laughs> dirty D." That's the joke. <laughs> oh, and then another good joke about this movie too is that like at the very very end, Bob Costas is like, "Wow, that's the longest movie clip I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> <laughs> so the whole movie is just a bunch of movie clips, which actually, movie, all right, right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't argue movie with that. Movie. <laughs> right, not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I will say, um, Louis C.K. pretty much disowned this movie because he directed it, he wrote it, but then he was he wasn't a part of the editing at all, and he said it was like edited in, in a really terrible way, and he was pretty much fired, I guess, right before the editing process. Oh, weird. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, I mean, you can make a huge difference in what the final product is. By <laughs> yeah, look at this show. So. Let's let's see how this episode ends. <laughs> Right. But I wonder what vision. <laughs> he right. Had. 
like you know how i was taking macro seriously in a way i wonder if he had that kind of vision for pootie tang like a kind of drama that is so serious that's i can't say because i mean he's still filmed the same shit so it can't it can't be that <laughs> and you know like i definitely wrote you know it looks it looks and feels like a student moving a lot so it doesn't feel like it's very well made do you want to ask why was he fired? <laughs> why was Lucy Cape the job? Fired from Pootie Tang? Yeah. I have no idea. Right. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was all but fired from the film during the editing phase. So I don't know if he was just mm. not getting along with people or what was happening, but then someone else was hired to extensively re-edit the film. Wow. Okay. And he also openly agreed with Roger Ebert's uh, criticism that the film should not have ever been released. <laughs> 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 oh yeah he said this film is not in releasable condition <laughs> oh wow yeah. well this this is this is uh this this is this is the pootie tang of our show so far i feel like so let's uh let's close this down and let's see what i can pull out of this when i fire you and edit this extensively <laughs> oh man Another short and sweet one for you. Uh, do you, we can talk more about our lives if you want. Oh, and I can just add that in at the beginning. Perfect. Yeah, let's do that for a little bit. Really? No, no, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. And for next week, we're going to watch a Christmas movie, of course. Um, I've been debating about a couple oh, Christmas that's movies. right. Yes. And I, I think you're not going to like any of them. So sorry, but you have your only self to blame. That was pretty thing before this one. And we will follow. We'll, we'll do a good palate cleanser after Christmas movie. I think that's right around the time we do the Ronnie movie, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, great. We, yeah. Right. Great. Well, we can talk about the timing after the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, um, like, uh, just like us, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and review us on iTunes. Actually review us and tell us how we are. Only if you uh, think we are, you know, the cat's meow. <laughs> the cat's Otherwise, meow. Oh, is, 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 that, is that a Pootie Ting expression? <laughs> I don't think so. People say that. How would, how would Pootie Ting say the cat's meow? The Pootie Pang. Kitty Tai Moti Tao. Okay, that, that sounds more compelling. <laughs> more compelling. <than laughs> Pootie Pow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just want to say <laughs> thanks to everyone who listened. Mm. Thanks, everyone. See you in two weeks. Catch it on the flippy tie. <laughs>